Thank you all, I'm Richard. And I'm Mortimus. But you know us better as Rick and Morty. You might know us as the voices behind the hit songs that you enjoy while drinking some wine and resting your feet by the fire. Don't forget the turtleneck, buddy. Here's a little sample. I met her in the Congo. It's a jungle out there, but we all fell in love. How's this one? Congo, Congo, Congo. It's a yabba dabba do time. My favorite. The Congo invaded her heart. Well, the Congo gave me malaria, but we all fell in love. I'm Amy. What's that little spark? It seems our robotic gorilla wants to get in on the fun. I'm Amy. We heard you the first time. Now, did you know that gorillas are primates? And so are humans? That means we're all biologically related. What a crazy mixed up world we built. I have no idea about anything you just said, buddy. That's fine, pal. Thinking isn't your strong suit. It's singing. How about we sing together now? I'm Amy. Jesus fucking Christ right now with this stupid monkey. Is there something you need, Amy? I'm Amy. Feed Amy. I think Amy wants some food, pally. Well, robots don't eat food. They eat old people's medicine. Maybe we should give her some of these delicious frosted donuts I have in my pocket. You have donuts in your... Never mind. Just give her one. I'm Amy. Feed Amy. She doesn't want the donuts, buddy. How about this fajita I have in my other pocket? How do you even get a fajita in your pocket? I'm Amy. Feed Amy. I'm not liking the look she's got in her eye. You're sure this is a robot monkey, right? Buddy, I don't even know what a robot monkey is. I just found this furry little filly over there by the other apes who appeared to be having a battle over some big all-black domino. Uh-oh. Goddamn silverback Diana Fossey murdering lunatic people eating gorilla! She's torn off my arm and has thrown it into space, buddy. I'm not sure I'm gonna make it. Yep, I'm dead. Me too. I'm Amy. Podcast Amy. Host of Stinker Madness Amy. Now on with the show. Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness, the podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers. By bad movie lovers, I'm your host, Justin. With me, as always, are delightful people named Sam and Jackie. Hello. I'm Jackie. Ooh, starting out hot. Starting out, yeah. <laughs> you can't wait for Congo. Go, boy. When do we start the Congo line? I should be Jodon Baker. <laughs> I don't even know what he says in that movie. Uh, we got a big show, so I want to get right into this. Uh, starting out with some listener feedback. Uh, starting with uh, Lee Dubay regarding Encino Man. She says, I never would have thought that Dave partakes in the marijuana acts. Marijuanic arts with Stoney. He's way too uptight and neurotic for that. Great episode, guys. Love that Jackie conceded at the end that it's a fun movie. Oh, you shove it up your... Beep. Hmm. All right, you know, you're right. I did have a change of heart. Good one, buddy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Please have a change All right. of heart. We're good. Heart. We're so good on that. Uh, Van Diver <laughs> on the Great Wall says, I enjoyed it. Great production design and the use of color was exquisite. <laughs> 
yes. I can't disagree. <laughs> the color uh, was pretty cool. But other things happened. <laughs> the Great Wall. Pretty colors. Yep. <laughs> you can't. It's not a lie. That's about the review I gave for Avatar. The first time. <laughs> it's actually the only time I saw it. Pretty colors. That's about all I can say for it. <laughs> they turned Dances with Wolves blue and put it in space. <laughs> Without Kevin Costner's butt, I don't get it. Yeah, my review was, shit, I dropped a milk dud, and now I've got chocolate on my pants. We have to go home. That's the most interesting thing that's happened in the last three and a half hours. Thanks, James Cameron. Hey, I learned a fun fact today. Sure. Speaking of old Jimbo, Jimbo Cam. Jake. <laughs> Jake. 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 Um, He only made Titanic because he wanted to get a ship down there. To, to go through and zoom around the Titanic with these high-fidelity c- cameras that only the studio had. Yes. So he wrote this bullshit movie around it so that the studio would pay for the whole, entire production. Exactly. He knew. I read the Time Magazine apology that he made for making what he said, in his own words, was one of the worst movies that anyone's ever made to fund his fucking private expedition. Mm-hmm. And he formally apologized for six months later, King of the World. I'm the King of the World! So I, you know... He has a reason to be an asshole to everybody because he thinks we're all stupid because we like <laughs> because America liked that movie. Six teenage girls are stupid. They are the ones that made it make four hundred million dollars domestic. They watched it eighteen hundred times. Eighteen million times uh, on streaming do's and don'ts. It's back. First off on Netflix, Sam and I watched this. Jackie did not. However, I think it's the first anime that we've talked about on this episode, even though it's not your traditional anime, but uh, it's Ganso or Gantz Zero. I'm still not real clear on which one it is. I'm not either. I think it's Gantz Zero. I, I think it's funner to say Ganso, though. Ganso. Yeah, or Gantz colon O, colon O, now in your cereal below, colon O. Yeah, just keep trying, but It's everybody. like really yeah. fibrous. Breakfast cereal? Colon blow? Yeah, colon blow. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Way to ruin your own damn joke. Yeah, I have to help you steal a Saturday Night Live joke. That's fucking great. (laughs) No, colon O is mine. Colon O? Fuck that Phil Hartman guy. Colano. Colano. Ganso, or Gansiro, if if this is the one time where a listener could uh, just straight up tell us it's Gansiro or Ganso. Oh, yeah. But uh, I fucking loved this shit. It is super dumb. The dialogue is horrendously dumb. The acting is okay, but it's so Japanese crazy business at all times when it comes to the writing that you giggle at it, but then you take away the dialogue of it and you've just got this fantastically 3D animated battle royale of monsters versus teenagers with guns. And super suits. And super suits getting cut in half, everything's getting cut in half, exploded. Uh it's fucking ridiculous. Yes. There I can't even tell you will there you will come to a moment where you go holy fucking shit. This has gone from 0 to 25 on the ridiculous scale just like that. Yes, it's a it and the first of the Gantz live action adaptations seem to be this one and that one are the most accessible to the non-Gantz fan. Mm-hmm. Well, at the same time, the hardcore Gantz fan would be like, well, that's a little tame. But you got to get these people to dip their feet in the water. You can't just show a guy fucking a dead body. 
which is what happens in the actual okay. Gantz. Well, I think they I go. Would, yeah, they get all like they go all the way with Gantz in the manga. No, well, I'm all in on Gantz O, and I think I might have a problem with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I don't know if I'm ready for that, buddy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's fucking bonkers, and a lot of fun. Like I was so into it after 30 minutes that I was I just wanted more of it. I yeah. was like, give me more of what a how about Gantz P or Gantz one, whichever it would be. Yeah, I, I think both of the Gantz lights that they've made, this one and the other, were pretty fun for just about anybody. In fact, with the bad movie viewing with uh Tucker and Jeff, they both liked the original live action Gantz as well. Not having not having known anything about it, whereas a uh, friend of the program Roman and I were like we read a lot of Gantz. This is pretty tame shit for Gantz. I don't, you know, there's not holding your girlfriend while her guts are falling out and trying to put them back in. <laughs> that kind of happens in Gantz, oh, but. And then getting sad and then just sport fucking somebody for no reason. It's like, wow, Gantz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to give Gantz a total do. Yeah, it's a do. Next up on Amazon with a company rent from Rift Tracks, which I do want to mention that uh, Mystery Science Theater is back on Netflix now. They've got uh, 30 episodes back on Netflix. All right. Yeah, kind of cool. Uh, Amazon Rift Tracks, Amazon Prime with Rift Tracks, whatever, however you want to label that, but Super Sonic Man. We all watched this one. It's another shitty superpower superhero man. This one uh, is an Italian movie. Uh, he's blue and can fly. But then he has a mustache that is super. His alter ego doesn't have a mustache, but his mild mannered Clark Kent does have a mustache. So where does his mustache go? I don't know where his mustache would go. I'm not even real clear on his superpowers. I think he had super strength and he could fly. He flies a little bit better than Puma Man. <laughs> Puma Man. But not a lot better than Puma Man. No. I got bored when cling to toilet. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I don't know if it's really just having seen Puma Man uh, a couple weeks beforehand, mm -hmm. but this thing did not distinguish itself. It was not nearly as dumb as Puma Man. I think Puma Man tainted us significantly, but uh, yeah, this was a disappointment because on the internet, it's billed as, oh my God, it's Puma Man, but better. It's everything you want from Puma Man, but more of it. And I thought that it was less of it. It is a lot less of it. So uh, I still give it a do. Uh, I thought the riff tracks was fun. I thought they were funny. They were funny. So I'm going to say go for it. Sure. I was bored. I say don't. Okay. Last but not least, Jackie, you also walked out on this one. Uh, this is on Amazon Prime. Sam and I watched this. Uh, it's a Shaw Brothers movie. It's called Inframan from 1975. I had to read about this for like two days after we watched it. I liked it so much. Uh-huh. And I think what I liked about it was that if you go back to any of those like uh, writer movies or any of the Japanese things that were happening at Toho or Toei at this time, mm -hmm. common writers say, this was like one of those movies with three times as much shit stuffed into it. It was a lot of fucking shit. They were like, well, we usually work with bigger budgets than them anyway. We are supposed to do one of these movies. Let's just go for it. And they made a better Japanese silly monster movie than the Japanese made. Yeah, better is a relative term. <laughs> it 
Yeah, it is a relative term. It but stinks real bad. It does, but I think when you compare it to its peers, yeah, maybe it's really something else. I read one review that was Inframan is the Power Rangers on a Robitussin and mushroom drug-fueled fever. That's a good description. It's bananas. Apparently, at the time of its release, Roger Ebert gave it two thumbs up and was well, like, this is... So does this guy. This is the magic of Hong Kong's cinema right here. Who has two thumbs and gives this movie two thumbs up? Well, at least two of us. <laughs> That's four thumbs. Four thumbs. That's a lot. Uh, infrared. Inframan. Inframan, though. Yeah, total do. Uh, I would I would say stop what you're doing and go watch it right now. And it's the first, uh, the screen debut of Bruce Le. Yeah, no shit. We forgot to mention that. Yeah, Bruce Le. And lots of really bad costumes. So there you go. Uh, this week, it's my movie with Congo. So it's my wild card. And I've brought a more mainstream superpower for the superpower debate. Ah. It is the power to freeze water. Like Iceman? He can just make ice out of the air. That's not... He can make ice out of the air. Your power is you can freeze water. That's it. You can't create water and freeze it out of your hands. You don't even have anything coming out of your hands. You just can make water be frozen. Well, I like cocktails, so this has already got a five immediately. Because it sucks when you run out of ice, I'm telling you. Yeah, but in order for this power to work, you would have to have like a bowl of standing water. I guess if you had ice trays. You just uh, make ice whenever you want. You could do that. So yeah, okay, you could just get some ice trays. But you couldn't just like freeze it out of the tap and because then you would just have an icicle. Yeah. That you would have to break off and probably break your plumbing. Well, that would suck. You but, wouldn't want to do that. But yeah, get some uh, get some very expensive ice trays. That's that's the prohibiting is the uh, the expense of ice trays. If I know anything about ice trays, they're quite spendy. Like, what? They're super fucking cheap, like yeah. ninety nine cents. cents. Oh, I think they're like, <laughs> usually two for a dollar or something like that. All right, so you can have some. Can very, you make like? Is the volume like? Can you make pretty much any volume? If you wanted to freeze an entire ocean, you could. So you could just make ice for. You could make a lot of cash off this ice. Okay, how are you, you going to do that? Make ice blocks and sell them, undercut the fuckers that have to use the freezer. Yeah, but you would still have to have all that equipment. You couldn't just have a big piece of standing water, freeze it, and then be like, here you go. Here's your big block ice. No, you have to have all the ice block makers. Sure, the molds. That's not that bad, but think about all the cash. I don't think there's that much cash. Oh, I guess those those assholes at the ice making places are just losing money hand over fist. Then you would have to go to each and every gas station and still drop off the bags of ice. The only thing that you're cheating, Sam, is the power is bill. Is the process of freezing ice. Which takes time and money, so you're making more than the other guy already. Jackie, you want to weigh in on this? I don't think this is a good business model. It's barely better than the current ice industry. Well, I don't give a shit about his thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what I was really thinking about is I could be the savior of the world if I had this superpower. Because then I can go up to Antarctica and refreeze a bunch of shit. You could do that. And then everybody'd be like, oh my God, Nobel Peace Prize. However, I get a fucking parade with some ticker tape. All you're doing when you refreeze Antarctica is bringing the, the polar bears that are adrift at sea closer to you. 
You're just bringing them right back in, giving them a land bridge that they can just walk over and eat you. Have a big pile of fish that they go after instead. Oh, okay. All yeah, right, you have so, a barricade of so you fish. you got to be a fisherman as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got one. You make sure. sweet popsicles. There is not a single living creature on earth that you couldn't kill with a thought. Yeah, that's dick, though. I understand. She came up with saving the planet. But uh, just killing, killing people. people. Or just making them very have very bad pain in all of their body. I don't know. Uh, you could chill anybody out. Chill out, and you no. don't need a specialized equipment. You could freeze anybody. You could do very bad things. Yeah, you could do very bad, but you could do good things, too. Uh, like and, make ice cocktails. <laughs> and save the world. Also, you haven't thought about the romance angle. Oh, you take a lady to the pond, freeze it in ice skating. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Oh, hey. Her hearts are warming but up it's as June. Not as beautiful as you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's about I, how it would I'm go. I'm thinking, if dude, I... you'd probably get a blowy out of that one. Yes. <laughs> uh, just don't freeze her while she's doing it. <laughs> just slightly cold, cool her mouth down. <laughs> just for fun. All right, so what's the final score here, guys? Eight and a half. Oh, Nine. my God. Yeah. Holy shit. I'm getting a ticker parade for this one. An 8.75? That yeah. is a big one. It's a high score. That is a very high score. All right. Sam, what have you got to tell us about the Congo? Oh, wait. No, it's just Congo. It's just Congo. The Congo is an actual interesting thing. Congo is very much not. <laughs> Amy. Yep. Well, the novel Congo, written, of course, by Michael Crichton in 1980, made a startling number of accurate predictions about future technology. When it came time to make the movie, some 15 years later, those behind other Hollywood brain trust decisions would include only two main technologies for the film. These would be assuredly the least intellectually palatable devices, the monkey talk box, and the by 1995 scientifically proven to be implausible laser gun. Laser guns. Another fabulous decision by the filmmaking team would be putting some hair on a brown trash can and making the declaration that it is a talking ape named Amy. Uh, that brown trash can looks okay to me. What? Amy looks like shit. <laughs> oh. To be determined, sir. Yeah. After I watch this again. <laughs> Frank Marshall made his third directorial effort with Congo. The previous two films being the box office hit Arachnophobia and the critical, su critical success Alive. Despite his established track record and more than impressive production credits as the other half of Amblin Entertainment, he decided to make this... Steaming turd burger. True to form, however, the Marshall picture still killed it at the box office, raking in $80 million domestically against a $50 million budget. Oy, 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 oy. It should also be noted that John Patrick Shanley wrote the screenplay for this. Yes, the same guy who auteur Joe versus the Volcano somehow wrote this. No! Are you fucking kidding me right now? No! How I don't understand I it. Probably because Joe versus the Volcano. Like, he's just trying to take whatever work he can get because I'm the only person that likes Joe versus the Volcano yeah. and you guys. You Grant and Robin Wright were the studio's original choices to play the two leads that would eventually fall on Dylan Walsh and then unknown Laurie Linney. The cast is rounded out. Oh, she by... was the, the head in uh, Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. She was not in that. No. No. Yeah, nice try. No, no that was Lynette Quigley. Yes, Linnae. Linnae. Well, Laura Linney, Linnae. Linnae, whatever. Let's call the whole thing off. I don't want to. <laughs> Whatever you say, Whatever buddy. you say, pal. <laughs> Amy. <laughs> the cast is routed out by Tim Curry, Delroy Lindo, Ernie Hudson, Peter Jason, Grant Heslov, Joe Don Baker, 
and Joe Panigliano, among others. So Frank Marshall directing a Shanley adaptation of Crichton with a supporting cast who have most all been leads at one point or another. How is this not the greatest film of all time? Well, you start by casting Dylan Walsh instead of Bruce Campbell for the lead. Mm -hmm. Then you still include Campbell, only to kill him within seconds. Mm -hmm. Add one part laser gun, garnish with a talking trash can. Mm -hmm. The mellow but not smooth kind of shitty cameo by Jimmy Buffett probably adds 10 pounds as well. <laughs> he will be playing 727 Pilot. God damn it, Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. Why is he in all these Michael Crichton-ish movies? I don't know. Because he likes cheeseburgers. That has nothing to do with Michael Crichton-ish. Maybe he gets told that his Cheeseburger in Paradise movie script will get greenlit if he keeps doing these cameos. Yeah, he's just there for free. Yeah. Hey, look, everybody, it's Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> all right. Don't, don't let him talk to me. <laughs> This is like building a boat, then filling the boat with water, and then actually being surprised when it sinks. In contrast to everything I have said, Ernie Hudson cites Captain Monroe Kelly as his favorite role. What? Yes. Are you kidding me, no. Ernie Hudson, right now? Dude. Ah. Uh, on top of everything else, apparently Jerry Goldsmith and James Newton Howard both scored the film, sort of. Hmm. Neither actually had time to do it, so they both half-assed it, I guess. Okay. So it's actually just pieces of whatever they came up with in a short amount of time scored by the editor of the musical pieces yes keep an eye out for is ernie hudson right is this his magnum opus <laughs> part two what is your favorite thing to come out of joe don baker's mouth okay that's a good one and three what is congo's least palatable element Keeping in mind that a talking trash can and laser guns are already out there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think I got a good one. I think I remember a pretty pretty seriously good one. There are so many dumb moments in this movie. Now, we just got done with the Great Wall, which we thought was so stupid. Congo has a chance. It might. It's very Great stupid. Great Wall's really stupid, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, Congo is currently streaming on Showtime. Which I don't have, so that's bad. oh, that's exciting. But it is available on everything else for the usual two ninety nine. So if you got Showtime, watch it for free. Why not? Fuck it, do it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why you have Showtime, but I guess for Congo. But that's the only thing I'd watch on that crap channel. I thought they had a show that was hot right now. That billions with your favorite fucking guy from the Dreamcatcher. Yeah, I like him. <laughs> What's the point of having fuck you money if you can't say fuck you? What an yeah. actor. <laughs> Damien Lewis. Damien Lewis, yeah. Yeah, I like Damien Lewis. <laughs> and Paul Giamatti is over there going, oh, oh, geez. <laughs> is, that, is he acting right now, or is he just that much of an asshole? Uh, that, yeah, that's about it. Oh, they have Homeland. Homeland's okay. Yeah, Homeland's supposed to be a big, a big deal, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, check out Congo. Do the Congo. And come back to us on Monday when we... Probably laugh our ass off for a good solid hour and a half. There's a lot of things to talk about in this movie. Mm -hmm. A movie that has a talking trash can and laser guns has other things to talk about. <laughs> That's what makes it incredible. All right. Well, on that bombshell, get to the chopper. Fans of Stinker Madness, iTunes thinks you don't like us. What? How is that possible? Well, it's because you haven't given us a review yet. Go to Stinker Madness on iTunes and take just a couple seconds to rate and review us there. While you're at it, hit up Stitcher.com as well. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at forward slash Stinker Madness. 
and email us at talk at secretmadness.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening and get to the chopper.